0: We will now prepare your planet for habitation by the Xan. This time, a contemporary tale concerning the... Space Action Podcast! You are the population of the world. With your hosts,
1: Chris Carson and DC and Shama. Well, well, well. well. This is the weasel. This is
0: the reptile cage. Here are the ducks. Welcome to Space Action Podcast, the official podcast of Space Action Heroes, a webcomic you can find at beyond You guys already know all that. I'm Chris Carson, and I am Deniso Sharma. Oh. oh, you're sounding very um, stoic. Coming yeah, in very it's...
1: low, yeah. because you know what we are doing today, Chris?
0: Whoa, I think so.
1: We are taking another dive deep Into the green, throbbing recesses of the Matrix
0: that are no longer green and. But, but way more throbbing way ironically. more throbbing yeah way, way more, more throbbing. throbbing like a headache pain inducing level like of throbbing insane okay so okay so
1: Matrix Resurrections baby here we matrix are
0: Matrix re- Regurgitations <laughs> Matrix Redundancies Matrix Reassignments <laughs> Matrix whatever the fuck whoa
1: whoa whoa, whoa, whoa Chris uh, correct me if
0: I'm wrong but I'm starting to feel like you didn't like this movie <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have I have very complicated feelings about this movie uh-huh. I gotta say because I watched it as many of the world did at home I did not go to the theater I did not have to watch it all at once so I actually watched it over two parts and it started and I was like I, you know, I'm kind of like, this is, it feels like Gremlins too, where it's making fun <laughs> yeah, of, of what it is, right? It's almost, mm-hmm. it's like ripping into every aspect of what it actually is. And I was like, I can kind of appreciate that. And it's kind of fun that Neo is like, he's been set up to be a programmer. Maybe that's the way they're experimenting to see how his right. mind works yeah, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. And it was getting really fascinating. And then it was like a hard shift into rescue Trinity uh, nonsensical garbage, <laughs> where everything fell apart, and then the joke sort of ended. Right, and the, the, and the fights were terrible. And, and, that, and some, we'll get, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get into all that. But it was just like this flood of like, what the fuck? Like, d- did Warner Brothers give you the first act to do whatever the hell you wanted, and then they're like, but now you have to conform to the to the Matrix, you know, formula or something? I don't know. Now, but. I don't know where to start with this. No, this tough. <laughs>
1: this hurt me in a lot of ways. Yes, I think between the two of us, I am the bigger Matrix sequel apologist, if only,
0: maybe the only one between the two of us. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love the first one. I don't give a fuck about the second two. I, I still
1: defend like the second one the third one I tried there's parts of it I still kind of like this I was just like okay you know what I, I, I had I had y'all back for like two decades I've defended every <laughs> shitty moment of that
0: third movie and now you're on your own you're fucking on your own well um, actually I wanted to talk to you specifically because you know yes. Matrix lore better you. than anyone I know and I have a oh, lot of questions oh do you yeah, as so to, do I yeah, <laughs> as to what the fuck was going on Go on. If I may, if I may. Um, okay, so the first trilogy ends basically with them rebooting the Matrix. Uh, the, the computer steals Neo, and they go, we're going to let people decide, right? If you want to leave and go fuck off and be in Zion, we're going to let you. If you want to stay and help charge our fucking, you know, shower heads. is Essentially the online Matrix game, yes. Which online Matrix game, right. So that's that all, I guess, I don't know anything about that game, so I don't know how that story played out. But now, it's 60 years later... Um, they've been dicking around they found out that oh so there was a civil war. The robots had a civil war because Boy, that looked wasn't... cool. Yeah, because huh. <laughs> that would that was the fucking movie but so okay, so here's my question. So Neil, 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 Neil I'm so confused. Hold on, Neil Patrick Harris. Um, he realized that keeping Neo Carson, and Trinity, his name's Neo, N- Neo Patrick Harris. Yeah, <laughs> he they, he figured out the new architect figured out that keeping Neo and Trinity within like five feet of each other mm. somehow generated enough power to create a whole new matrix. Mm. And the whole new Matrix is filled with bots because there's so few people in it anymore because everyone left for Zion. But then there's still birthing fields where they're making new people. So did that treaty sort of fall apart? And then... <laughs> and then half the machines Okay, so why are the people in in this new in this new human world trying to rescue people out of the Matrix mm-hmm. if they're all people that chose to be there by choice right. when they were given the, the option at the end of the last but I guess sixty so they got babies, but then all the power's coming from Neo and Trinity but they're green when they explode. So people don't have blood anymore in the <laughs> Matrix. So, so. Also
1: kind of makes you wonder in a world where everyone's in the Matrix voluntarily, why would it be necessary to free the one in the first place? That's my point. It seems like a dangerous way of killing all the people in the real world by letting the machines lead right back to where you are, which is exactly what happens.
0: And, and I guess they got some machines on their side now. They got, like, a, like some sort of Thunderbird that, that comes in and, and flies oh, people around. Oh, yeah, the, the, the
1: little the billiard ball people. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, they have those guys that they can make
0: the programs oh, you, in the real world.
1: you were talking You're, about the, the little eagle dude that saves uh, Dio the from the...
0: Okay. Remember Jada Pinkett Smith? Like, no worry, like, Zing Zob's a friend. <laughs> And I was like, "What the fuck is going <laughs> on?" My
1: favorite's whenever it wraps him up in a little cocoon and flies his naked ass out of there, like there's a little Keanu Reeves-sized hole that he keeps <laughs> in it in, like a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's been prepping for that. Oh, and was really that bad. was that bird the the little girl from the third movie in in robot form? And, no, and I don't no, think no, so. I that think that's a different.
1: Just some bird. Just some bird. Just some
0: bird. That's a friend. Don't worry, Zimzam's w- a friend. Yeah. I would love to
1: see how Zimzam changed sides maybe show that in the movie because that's a fucking interesting storyline about machines having a civil war and then seceding and joining the humans right do you have some humans voluntarily entering the major wasn't that a thing like they they had that in there that was all set up but
0: maybe like you said like if it was all already done in the video game because the Wachowskis wrote a lot of the video game it's technically canon. yeah yeah, they're like we've already done it you know we don't want to do it again we want we're being forced to make the fourth movie so we're going to just say fuck you so make gremlins 2
1: apparently that line is quite i think it was david mitchell said recently that line of that agent that the the neo the new agent smith says that our parent company warner brothers is forcing our hand to make a part four that's all apparently true Oh yeah, Uh, 100%, yeah. Which I think is just hilarious that this makes now two, possibly three movies that Warner Brothers made this year. uh, Definitely The Matrix, 100% fucking Space Jam, where the corporate overheads of Warner Brothers are the villains of the movie <laughs> <laughs> Like it's kind of strange but they, they've definitely got like a hard-on for someone at the at the top there I don't know what it is and I like the idea that someone at the top is just like yeah yeah yeah
0: make me the bad guy yeah
1: or someone at the top <laughs> just is just signing checks it does it like what do they call me I did what now wait uh, I'm, I'm Don Cheadle oh I thought I was the Bugs Bunny in that one. Oh no <laughs> speaking of which Bugs Bunny's in this one She's wait, a hacker
0: are you telling me that the Wachowskis are women now? <laughs> ah, whatever. If we get a check, we get a check. Ah, uh, man, oh, man. Wait, was that a universe crossover for a future thing that, uh, that the bunny was in, or the was in the Matrix? The Bugs Bunny, the character... The- the, the hacker named Bugs. Yeah,
1: I thought that was just Warner Brothers just really rubbing your fucking face in it and being like, "Listen, we don't give a fuck. She's gonna say what's up, Doc, and everything. Go fuck yourself." Is that like Peter Parker playing with the Death Star? Yeah, you're like, we own them all, so yeah. Might I guess. As well. Yeah, might as well. But uh, oh man, there, there was a lot of things that just didn't feel Matrixy about this one, no, which nothing is, really did, which is really important for that world for your suspension of disbelief like this is the first one that Bill Pope wasn't the uh, director of photography oh, on
0: it looked like a TV fucking movie it it everything ter- about yeah. it
1: it looked terrible the, the fight there was no Wu Yo Ping so the fight choreography looked very generic like it, all those long sweeping takes and like like exorbitant, uh extravagant set locations that we were used to from the first one, first three. None of that, and this one just kind of looked like awkward, waist up, punchy punches with quick edits. You know? Yeah.
0: No, it looked it looked like the cheapest thing ever. Like mm. it's almost as if they didn't have a huge budget. Most of it went into getting Keanu Reeves back.
1: Yeah, and also they got COVIDed
0: during production, <laughs> so I'm sure that COVID hurt them. Hit. Yeah.
1: And the thing that that really urged me the most, man, no Don Davis, and to me, The Matrix music is as intrinsic to the story as much as, like, the Star Wars movies. Like, right. John Do Williams the, goes with Star Wars, Don Davis goes with fucking The Matrix. It just didn't sound like it. it didn't Nothing no.
0: felt like it, you know? No, no. It was so weird that it was done by Awachowski, not both, mm-hmm. but Awachowski, and, uh, yeah, that's why the like, sequels are always the damned if you do, damned if you don't, because you bring the original people back and they're not going to do it right. <laughs> at, well, and that's the interesting
1: thing. I thought Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves were actually really good. Like, I, well, They were th- trying their best this for was, sure. They tried, like, if you look at the, the story, it's now this trilogy about a, a supposed messianic revolution or what have you, with this weird P.S. love story about the two leads from the first. Three stories tacked on at the
0: end, like and, and it's like, now Trinity is the one. Now.
1: And now Trinity's inexplicably the one. I get it. Like the Watchers are, are are It's it, the Matrix has from day one always been kind of this gender identity story. So oh, now sure. they're trying to find to put the messiah role into the hands of the female protagonist, which cool. Love Carrie Ann Moss. Trinity's one of the. She's on the fucking Mount Rushmore badass sci-fi women with Ripley and Princess Leia. But having said that, like. There was nothing for her to do in this movie. It was just such a... <laughs> to anchor the entire movie around her character, for her to do nothing, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, yeah.
0: It was so bizarre. It, I don't know. I, I feel like if they just gone... Like, the, what they were doing in the first act, if they just said, fuck it, we are going full retard on this, I, that, that would have <laughs> been amazing or because even if they just do one that's exactly the style of the original three it's going to be like oh, we've already seen those what's the point so you want to do something different but then two different people don't like it not different enough people don't like it and then it just turns out Lana Wachowski kind of sucks I think or just didn't have a lot of money well let's be fair Lana Wachowski's
1: haven't cracked down a good movie in a long time in a man. very long like, time yeah. so this really did feel like Warner Brothers being like you know what we're going ahead with or without you or maybe we'll do this Morpheus prequel remember that was a rumor with Michael B. Jordan oh, yeah, a couple of years yeah, yeah, ago yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were like right, and I believe if I remember right the big draw was Keanu Reeves and Keanu Reeves yeah. says I don't come back unless the Wachowskis come back and they're like we got one and you said good enough and <laughs> they went into production <laughs> and needed new pool house
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and they didn't Keanu had probably like 28 days to shoot so he didn't have time to like learn Kung Fu very the, the, the what's it called the hand... Because in the first one, does he, he
1: just ever... Wishes. Yeah. The <laughs> whole time he just wishes things. It's very strange. <laughs> like, the first one, the second and third one, when he developed one powers, I think he does, like, a force grab once with the size and the chateau, but he's not, like, flipping dumb. Like, in that Agent Smith fight, that really could have helped. Yeah, <laughs> if that's a Smith rudimentary power, people. yeah, just start force pushing them into walls and shit, bro. Like... <laughs>
0: You know what? I got. I'm so conflicted on so many little elements of this because the new Smith was just the worst. Like the actor was so <sighs> miscast. And Smith is one of my. Fa- I-, I love Hugo Weaving
1: in that role. Smith is one of my favorite antagonists. Again, one of the reasons I love the sequels is the hundred Smiths.
0: I is love that Smiths. idea. And um, like just the scene where he, like, I think it's neat that they just hid the program back in the matrix to re, re- like, you know, integrate it back into the new system. And the moment he like comes back to awareness and just is going, Mister Anderson, yes, that's such a great. great... Great moment. Yes. But then everything else that surrounds that single moment with that character is so fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, I just don't understand why like why are they I guess again, going back to the lore of the Matrix they are supposed to be connected. I think Smith straight up says it in the second one. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: They become buddies by the end of this one, don't they? They're all like right. a, an uneasy alliance. Exactly. So I, is,
1: Smith assumes control. I was kind of confused because like, I'm an old man now who gets very lost whenever the CGI orgy happens at the end of the third act. <laughs> mm-hmm. So in this movie, when people were just dive-bombing out the window, was, was I had to assume green. there... Was, was Did Smith take over the Neil Patrick Harris, the analyst's role, and he was controlling it then? Or was that Neil Patrick Harris was, making people dive bomb out the windows?
0: That was Neil Patrick Harris, and my confusion from that was, were those actual people, or were they um, NPCs they because the Matrix the st- was so empty?
1: Well, they start they say at the start <laughs> of the
0: movie, and I, I guess this is kind of like a,
1: a metaphor for uh, My friend sent me this really interesting video of, like, you know, back in the day, whenever... The internet was like GeoCities pages in MySpace. There used to be actual human beings on it. But now when you doom scroll down your fucking phone, it's like 80% ads and bots. Right, right. And most of the internet isn't
0: fucking real. So like, so is that the idea? Because there's so few people in the Matrix you need to pad it
1: out? Pad it out with these fucking extras. I think that they say that straight up uh, or whenever Neil Patrick Harris is monologuing, he's like, you know, bots are just <laughs> so much easier, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then
0: why have them
1: at all, then? I, and that's just the thing. <laughs> if it's just to make the human beings comfortable, I'm like, but you have complete control of all their senses. They literally buy every. They don't need extra people. Or, unless right. they're pushing more blue pills on them, I guess was the implication with the cell phone shot. There's some cool ideas floating in this movie.
0: Well, because he remade but, The Matrix, and this time he was all about suffering, which was a not-too-subtle commentary on how the mm, world sucks right now. Right.
1: I did like just, the way I thought that was real. There's two ideas I thought in this movie were actually legit, clever one the machine civil war again that should have been the movie and then then you have a good reason for them to try and free Neo right um, to, to stop the civil war yeah exactly to the other one I thought the thing I thought was really cool was the idea of like if I was a program who just ha- Who has a dead Thomas Anderson at my feet, and I have to reinsert him to keep the prime code going? What better way to convince him the last, the first thirty years of his life were a fucking dream? But like, no, you've been a programmer this whole time, and right, everything right. you remember from your past life—that was a game you made. Look, here's footage of the game you made. We're just gonna be like, no, I thought that was actually a really clever concept.
0: Me too, and it was almost so like uh, just bitter. Too just yeah. the idea that yeah. it was I like that the, the, the Matrix sequel 20 years later just dripping with bitterness mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but
1: like because it works because that's I think I might have mentioned this on the last one one of the last the things I'm getting sick and tired of seeing is my heroes grow up and they're just fucking miserable 30 years later this one made sense the machines mm. are dicks they have a perfect yeah. reason to keep Thomas Anderson in captivity to fucking mine his brain for like one
0: code and keep the Matrix stable and that was what that, that like at the beginning of the uh, movie when they were watching the old code that was Neo pro like side hack Hustle that he was doing that his was job. his
1: Yeah that was his uh that's where he was making Morpheus the Morpheus Smith was on Like his that's what she says a Bugs Has a line at one point like you know you're on a Like it come uh what's it called A fucking something or other server So like you're not on the actual Matrix you're not an agent you're Actually in this guy's programming thing right, Blah right, blah right. blah right. and yeah. she releases Morpheus
0: Da 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 Right, right. Okay. How'd you feel about the new Morpheus? Um, I, I guess, like, I mean, if in universe you're going with the idea that it's Neo trying to recreate Lawrence Fishburne, then I guess like an AI waking up being like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be this guy, but I'm not." Like, he it, it was kind of a douche, but then that also added to the to the gremlins two factor of it all that he, <laughs> that he was just like I want to be more dramatic here but I wasn't and uh, this is you know I don't know I don't know how to feel about anything it, in it this was movie a, I,
1: that's the thing there were so many choices in that movie like that character I'm like you want to be old Morpheus, but you're not. And I get it. You're taking a new spin on it because you can't completely redo it. But then why do it at all? Why have him be Morpheus?
0: Yeah, why, why? not have him be an AI that Neo created?
1: <laughs> yes! I, there yeah. are so many cho- odd choices to try and have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah. Um, like you said, I wouldn't have gone with Agent Smith at all. I would have just made that another program. Like, you, yeah, can't, you can't do get that with... you go a- Weaving, mm. then don't do it. The, and I think he was initially tapped to do it but he had a scheduling problem and i'm like well then they just should have dropped that storyline like I, it didn't feel that intrinsic to the plot at one point agent smith's dead set on killing fucking neo and then he force pushes him
0: away and he just leaves yeah <laughs> like, well, wait that's it yeah, <laughs> like- yeah. you know I'm just <laughs> thinking like just like the star wars sequels that waited too long if this had been made circa 2010 you know everyone was like five or six years older and seeing just the scene of of Neo and Agent Smith with their original actual actors in that boardroom would just having a conversation fantastic. would have been great. No, yeah. neither of them knowing who they are to each other would have but been the really audience interesting. Knows. But the audience knows. But instead it was some it was a surprise. You're like, oh, and then they had to like soliloquy explain it to the Everything was just explained by people standing yes. and talking to the camera for five minutes, and Jada Pinkett Smith and doing the worst old lady impression of all time. She must have taken a couple notes from guy. Peers in fucking Prometheus. Like, you just bend over and talk like this, and everyone thinks you're old.
1: Because if you were actually a seventy-year-old lady, an actress, you wouldn't give that performance. You wouldn't no. hunch over and blah, 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 blah. like, no, you would stand up straight and enunciate your fucking dialogue. And yeah. like, I, I don't know why directors and performers cannot get that
0: straight it's the weirdest I think,
1: fucking thing
0: I think that's a, like, a, like there's two testaments to your ability ability to act one is if you can act drunk convincingly and um, one is if you can act old convincingly and when you can't do either of those things or one of those things then you probably shouldn't be acting <laughs>
1: it was an odd choice to bring her back and then the other one I thought was really strange I, I get you maybe they, they just money wise they couldn't get Lawrence Fishburne back but the idea of just glossing over Morpheus's death entirely He believed it to the end He's like, I have to fight for him I'm like, wait, that's it? Like, mm. again, it was in the video game He just gets capped by an agent I If I remember is right that what, Is that all that happens? Yeah, it's, pr- it's pretty unceremonious He gets betrayed and capped or some such noise But, again, man Most of the audience doesn't know that Mm -hmm. So, to give that, that's the send-off for, like, easily one of the most pivotal characters in that fucking first three movies. Like, what the hell were you thinking with that?
0: Well, from my perspective, knowing nothing from the video game, I just assumed, well, it's 60 years later, and he was, like, 40 in the movies, so he probably just died of old age. It It was what I just assumed.
1: I they thought just it was weird statue, that right? I just
0: thought it was weird that Neo does. Yeah, I guess.
1: I guess. Yeah,
0: fair. But then I mean, making it 60 years later is a completely their idea, anyways. It's like it could have been any time. It, it could have been literally so. any time.
1: Yeah. Again, a lot of strange and the pure fact that they were clearly. Springboarding a second one. I was going to say the first one was just a standalone. It wasn't trying to open up a franchise, but it clearly leaves open ended.
0: But I uh, found open ended, but it doesn't necessarily mean sequel ready. You yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this Back- one
1: just literally hitting the same closing and beats of the first one where they take off together cranking Rage Against the Machine. No, it's Lady L- Rage. This time sung by a lady who urinated in a man's mouth on stage YouTube. It's oh, it. fucking disgusting. I've seen it. I was like, what? Why would this. No. Hey, well, apparently, my boy was down for it. She picked him out of the audience. So it's two consenting <laughs> adults just having a time,
0: folks. Don't don't shame. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me agree with, like, right-wing Christian idiots of being like, maybe art shouldn't be pissing <laughs> in people's faces on stages. I you know what?
1: Coincidentally, today I started watching, um, what do you call it? Uh, the Get Back, the Peter Jackson documentary about the Beatles. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're watching Mastercraft artists just, like, doing, like, their job and seeing how well they know, like, chord structure and, and music uh, theory and all that. Not once does any of them pee in the other one's mouth. For no
0: apparent reason. Yeah. No, not even Yoko. And she said yeah. a lot, like so. And that's you. You would have thought Yoko would have, for sure, at the I mean, least. She's doing her scream therapy and just a little bit. Yeah, definitely <clears throat> screaming. Yeah. Uh, Yoko no was the first streaming service. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
1: Speaking mm. of screaming, as I was watching the Matrix Four, I, I had a strong discomfort realizing that, like this, I think I, I, I don't know, man. When it comes to this whole reboot movement I th- think the reason Why a lot of these don't work Is because if you're gun It's not that I think if, if there's going to be a reboot You have to have a reason for retelling the story Like the actual Chris Chris <laughs> The plot has to be good for a successful <laughs> movie Alright I don't want to say something controversial on this whoa, show Whoa, whoa. <laughs> But having said like, Again I-, I feel like I'm-, I'm retreading all ground I saw Spidey again So I got Spidey on the brain um with the changes. You seen this shit? What? How they they're changing the movie in theaters, there's already a different version out.
0: What's different? Did you notice differences?
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah. Uh it's very minor stuff. Like for example, when Garfield pops out of the portal now, they've added more sparkly effects. Uh like just stuff like that, like uptake upgrading the CGI, like giving the second pass. Like there's a whole Different the angles whenever of Defoe's in the alleyway stashing the glider smashing the helmet is completely different. Really? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, to quote Dylan Scott, they're they're pulling a Kanye and re-releasing their music, re-releasing their content even after it's out. There was an, another movie recently
0: that was doing that. That was... they did it
1: with Wanda. Oh, I know they did it with WandaVision, but a non-Disney thing.
0: There was a like a, an actual movie that like, about a year or so ago, and it was an, it was I think it was actually before the pandemic, and everyone was questioning the ethics of oh well you can just digitally send the file to the theaters, mm. you can make changes, and I don't remember what fucking movie it was. Something did like they upgraded their effects or something. Right. What was it? I don't even remember. Someone out there probably knows. If you're listening, please let us know. But yeah, but, but like it, the, if
1: if you're gonna dig up the bones of an old franchise, I don't know the reason. If there's no reason behind it, like a purpose, uh, I don't. Of so course. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's the thing. It started pretty <laughs> strong. You, me, and everyone else saw you that just, first movie and was like, "All right, it's a new hope, essentially." But I'm interested. I want to see what happens they to they these go. new characters.
0: We all should this, listen to George Lucas. He warned us. He was like, "They're just, they're just remaking my movies. Fucking they're, stupid. They're white slavers."
1: Yeah, I it built I built houses <laughs> for poor black people now.
0: Hey, didn't you write a story where the robots are all like sentient but enslaved? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have a lot of lot to talk about about slavers here, George? How old is Marion again, George? Yeah, I want to be like seven. Can I make her like seven? That'd be hot. <laughs> and Indy's like thirty. <laughs> mm. No, no, that's weird. Thirty-nine.
1: Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I just this one I could see no conceivable reason why this story had to be told no not at all like there's like there's no reason to take Neo out of the Matrix there wasn't like there was any threat like big drills coming down to New Zion or whatever it just happened this
0: movie you know like (laughs) why they were even trying to get him like I can see if they just um, came across Neo and it was a curiosity to them and they were like well we want to see where this goes and then that causes some trouble that'd be cool sure but but, and it kind of was but but the question is why they were even there in the first place like why are these guys taking their little ships out and plugging into the matrix and jacking in like as we said earlier if if everyone's chosen to be there there's a peace between people like, what are they even doing there in the first place why are they even cruising around the matrix and that chick that saw neo jump off the building but hovered and that's what like woke her up and made her able to escape yeah why are there even people in there in that predicament you know what i mean like <laughs> shouldn't everyone want to be there and I guess babies being born new babies because it's 60 years later They they don't have a choice right is that not covered in any of the video games or books or anything as far as
1: I know no I think it's I think that Civil War just kind of sets up that like no some of the machines just decide to be dicks
0: so there's like yeah so there's like the south the south machine still out there. Yeah exactly exactly. You know, there's the north machines. Well did you notice and...
1: Yeah the the, eyes, the the north ones did have blue eyes while the ones were dirty red-eyed bastards yeah, yeah, the ones down uh, south. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. fucking Fuckin confederate it. bastards. Conf-
0: red-eyed confederates.
1: <laughs> Put those people back in the boxes. I don't like them fleshy, sweating, smelly motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> I feel like Red-eyed Confederate would be a good like album title. I'm pretty sure it is already. Red, if you look in the right markets. The red-eyed confederate. But yeah, yeah. awkward,
1: man. Uh, it, it, like the other other two sequels, good ideas, but executed badly. But this one just was a different breed of what the it's fuckery.
0: Just, it's, it felt like the cheapest movie like yeah. in, in yeah. terms of budget, which I do honestly think probably they probably had to pay Keanu Reeves like $40 million or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're probably like, we only have eight cents left for fight choreography. Yep. Yeah. But here's my here's a question that I have, because hasn't it always been sort of like, is the real world also part of the Matrix? It's yes. part of the cycle, right? And That's why Neo can do shit in the real world. Um, does it lead credibility to that idea of, of, of being explored in the sequels, the fact that Neo and Trinity just make magic power in the real world when they're near each other? It would make sense, because she's right next to him when he stops
1: that sentinel at the end of the second one.
0: Right. So why do and they make yeah, magic actually, powers?
1: They're together the whole time when they go to... Z- you're onto something. When they go to the machine world, it's just the two of them on that hovercraft. Yeah. When his Jesus powers really start kicking off and shit. And, hmm. like,
0: but like you can have the idea of, like, this entangled, two entangled entities in a digital world, but in the real world doesn't really well, make if, sense, does it?
1: if we're going by the, the pure nerdiness of the Matrix code, fucking ideology. So in the first one, the Oracle tells Neo that she's going to fall in love with the One. So maybe there's something in her program code that facilitates the One... To manifest his destiny Like she's like An integer That helps complete The equation right And then he only
0: Gave a shit about her In the most recent time That was what separated Yeah So the the
1: difference Between him and all The other Neos Is that his his affinity for the human species was very specific and that he fell in love with Trinity. So maybe there's something to be said there. Like it's there, they're a dyad, a, a matrix dyad, if you will. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I think that's what they're going for. That they're going for Hence and the ending. So, right.
0: So was Neo like, was Kevin, was his name Kevin Anderson? Uh, Thomas. Thomas, Thomas Anderson. Anderson. Was Thomas Anderson's physical body, assuming the real world is real and not just a, a extension of the program was his physical body every single iteration of neo oh they're, they're all... just
1: recycling no because i would say no just because the his real world body is clearly older in this one so i would assume over a hundred like he, i think the architect says it's like their fourth or seventh time wiping out Zion. so i would figure his but yeah. then again they do show him getting rebuilt so yeah. we're really getting in, into the nitty gritty of bullshit sci-fi, like how yeah. much well, can a then, machine rebuild a, an old person into a, a young person again? Wouldn't it be just easier to grow a baby? Right, Cl- and you well, know? the
0: video monitor showed a bunch of of neos too in in part two. Mm-hmm. They didn't look different. Mm-mm. So all the all the Thomas Andersons from the past were Keanu Reeves's. Right. So were they? Yeah. Was it? Were they just cloning the same person over and over again? I mean, they were, don't
1: seem to be the most creative lot. These machines.
0: So they just keep cloning, um, 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 wow. What's his fucking name? What's Neil's name? Thomas Anderson? <laughs> Thomas, Thomas An- to- That was another thing. I couldn't stand Aiden Smith calling him Tom. That was weird Tom. as shit. That did hey, not Tom. feel right. Hey, yeah. Tom.
1: Well, you see, Tom, things here, Tom. I was like, stop that. Maybe Hugo Weaving could
0: have pulled it off, but I don't know
1: if you can. But, uh, you know, there was one shot I thought was very cool. At towards the end of the flick. It's whenever Trinity realizes she's Trinity. And they start doing, like, I think it's, like, in slow motion or something. And the, sh- the cinematography for a split second, it looked almost like a Renaissance painting where it was very dark, but the protagonists were lit up in such a way. I, it was, like, a split-second shot. And I was like, that, some cool cinematography in that one second. Again, like, there's glimmer, there's chunks of gold yeah, in this pile bad. of shite
0: that's not a great sign when you're like remember that one link if yes. you missed it shot exactly no exactly I know wait was it Jerry? like the most um, cringy fucking moment where her family comes in and it's like <laughs> yes. Come away with us and then she turns It's like that's for calling me honey tits or something and like breaks his jaw what she the fuck says what my name
1: is trinity and then she does the fucking scorpion kick from the first three movies thank you very much
0: okay kicks um keanu Reese's stunt double in the face
1: his uh that's the director of uh john wick you show some goddamn respect yeah. that's that's mr john wick himself
0: yeah wick and- who's that started as Keanu's stunt double on the first Makers yeah movie. On, the, on the first
1: one, you can actually clearly see his face uh, one shot in the third one whenever Bruce bends the train man punches him and Neo flies into the wall in Mobile Avenue mm. they, they didn't even try <laughs> so it's, just, I, it's, it's, to it's clearly it. I feel like he, they got his face in that shot and they're like you know what uh, he's earned it It's been, it's the third movie let him have it Here's he looks another good. question. Look, he, looks were they,
0: he looks better than fucking Keanu Reeves. Um, <laughs> well, uh, now you're just being fucking facetious. No one looks better than Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Him and the kids were programs, right? Yes, they weren't actual yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. tapped in This is for the children. Whack! So, so whack! That was so fucking stupid, and it just oh, went where, on so long. Or she's,
1: like, busting his jaw and snapping it back. So uh, if she has unlimited Matrix powers, what's the issue here? If she can, like, literally fuck with the analyst, then, like, get, she I doesn't need a free people? I don't understand. Then, what the,
0: I don't know what their... Is job to free people or is their job to make the matrix pretty with rainbows and a happy place? Teach then, everyone to fly. Teach everyone to fly, but then couldn't couldn't they just go, Uh oh server's acting up and unplug it and plug it back in on the machine world side of things and then just uh, wipes it all out? You know what it is? It really
1: feels like they're delaying this movie. It's- like where the machine wars over and they free everybody because it's a bleak as fuck ending. It's just a bunch of people wandering barefoot in a wasteland where the tubes yeah. hanging out of their head. There's I really n- want my iPod back, guys. Yes. Oh, what do we have to eat? Clone strawberries. Thanks. This sucks, <laughs> by the way. Uh, put-
0: can I tweet about this? Am I, am I, am I still an influencer? <laughs> I don't understand. <coughs> yeah. Uh, uh, suffice it to say, it could have been really fun and I think it was... Just really bad. It's like, you know what it is? It's the um, Cloud Atlas. Remember that four minute Cloud Atlas trailer they released because they were like, we need a big long trailer to show just the size and scope of this movie. Sure. And it was the greatest fucking trailer ever, and everyone got stoked for it. <laughs> and then you saw the movie. <laughs> That was the. It was exactly. Because that first trailer for The Matrix with, with um, um, Janice Joplin there screaming in your ear. Yeah, it was, was fantastic. It fan, was fan fucking fantastic. And then the movie, and the, the idea of the movie too was great, much like Cloud Atlas. Starts off like, interesting, interesting. Is that man in Asia Face? Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Interesting. Halle Berry's white now. Yeah. Um, And then it just goes off the rails and falls apart.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like Jupiter Ascending.
0: You ever seen that one? Uh, I skimmed it. I tried. It's like
1: slowly immersing yourself in a uh, what do you call a hot tub of just batshit and sandy. It just ends up
0: being actual feces. It's like, fuck! Yes, yes. And Eddie
1: Redmayne's shrilling, (gasps) shrill (gasps) screaming. I
0: remember that, yeah.
1: He has this one line where he screams, and it puts Toby's... Spidey yelps to shame Like It's one of the funniest He's <laughs> yeah, yeah, <yeah>. th-
0: yeah. <laughs> supposed to be like an emperor Or some shit It's the funniest thing So stupid It was so stupid But then I don't know Here's For, for such a stupid fucking movie To be fair I couldn't take my eyes off it And oh, yeah. I haven't stopped thinking about it no, So I mean kudos on that I was, was on Chosky. the plane
1: I was on the plane with my ex And uh, we were at the aer- airport bar And I passed out she wakes me up and she's like, I'm like, what, what, what? And turbulence? She's like, no, you just gotta see this movie. It's fucking terrible. And I pop my earphones and I'm like, this is, I'm so glad you woke me up. This is spectacularly bad. Like, as a sci fi fan, this is just dog shit wonderfully bad. Wait, is that the story of your viewing of Matrix?
0: no 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 uh Jupiter's sending <laughs> oh Jupiter sending okay yeah. got you, got you, got you. i was like wait what none of that lines up the adventures of wolf boy <laughs> oh, yeah I remember she's like i'm a dog and she's like i love dogs implying that she really wants that dog to eat her pussy
1: yeah like what, what does that mean <laughs> dog sex and, and and protector beast and sean bean not dying you know you're making a movie wrong when your sean when, bean survives when, yeah they should have just had one
0: shot of her like going to the supermarket and her entire cart is full of peanut butter but then like someone runs in and grabs her and she's like oh and has to like run and leave the cart of peanut butter behind hilariously (laughs) and she runs off to the next adventure Jupiter Ascending I do not recommend Jupiter Ascending Uh, (laughs) I would not recommend the Matrix
1: Resurrections either just watch just watch the first one again and yeah. you, you, you know what you just watched one eighth of this movie because it's just yeah. footage from the first film mm-hmm. it's so stupid alright anyways I think uh, we got time for uh
0: moving, move, we're moving right along moving de- right de- along because de- de- we de- figure de-
1: we, we, we haven't seen you fine folk in a while there's been some shit happening on the D plus Chris
0: oh but also I just want to say yes as to DC's previous line we are watching you when you listen to this podcast just remember mm. that, guys. We do see you. Stop picking that. It's Sorry. It's disgusting. Sorry. Ugh. Wait. You're Go to the about- doctor. Oh. Anyways. I just Anyways. You should put your dick back in your pants, dude. Anyways. <laughs> so what's been on the Disney Plus Chris? What, what, what the, have we been watching? Big D Plus. Um, <laughs> well, see, no. Uh... I mean the streaming
1: service, not what I <laughs> call myself every Thursday night I'm also between the watching, hours of seven.
0: I'm also watching you right now, DC. Well, I know. <laughs> I know. know. Oh, you, baby, you, I know. You've been aware this whole time. That really changes the flavor of things. Um. Do, do, well, okay. So Hawkeye ended. We talked about some Hawkeye before. Did we? Yeah. You know, th- didn't we? Was it just starting when we? spider-man right because we were you we were like is spider-man going to be in the finale and i was like and no. he did go by the fucking tree I, I, when they
1: when they were bombing around that tree i was sure you're going to see peter parker streak by overhead in the new suit just like ignoring <laughs> everything going on <laughs> like his spidey senses are firing he's like Fuck it. hey you know what yeah. can, can, can we just do a quick revisit on fucking no way home because i i saw it again recently and fell back in love with that movie all over again mm-hmm. <laughs> when he gets knocked out of his body by dr strange and starts moving the box around. I didn't get it the first time. I thought that was just a
0: funny joke. I like Spidey's such a powerful hero, right? That's why he took so long to dissolve, too, because of his sheer willpower. So if you look closely at his head as he's in the
1: fucking field, his classic spider sense lines are whoop, whoop, whoop coming out of his head if you look really closely. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, his spider sense is going off. So every time Strange goes, it, he pulls away. I'm like alright, you know what? This movie did some deep fucking nerd cuts, and I appreciate the fuck out of it. That's kind of adorable.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. I uh, just assumed it was that, because I remember someone came out and said, I don't know if it was just bullshit or not, one of the Russos was like, eh, spider took so long to dissolve because of his sheer willpower. The sheer willpower of a real hero, see? I don't know why they're from the 50s. Um, <laughs> so I thought it was just that, but I guess the spider sense sort of working for him works too.
1: Yeah i mean that sounds like horseshit and they just needed that dramatic moment because what does that say about black panther and groot like they're just like not the strongest will like fuck those guys because they disappeared
0: first oh bucky's a real punk bitch that guy goes away quick yeah bucky's a major punk bitch well spider-man has always been the best of the of them right isn't that the whole thing about spider-man he's supposed to be the superman of that universe and in that way i guess
1: because he's such a grassroots dude you know what i read a quote Okay, now we're just no way homing before we Hawkeye. <laughs> before we go to Hawkeye, Hawkeye's um, not much to be said. It's just like hey, King Bishop's Hawkeye, at the end. The end, yeah. Um, and Kingpin, we gotta talk some Kingpin. Yeah. Um, but I read this uh, article with Andrew Garfield because I think if anyone won the most out of this, it was that dude. Like Toby didn't really give, seemed to give a shit. He just showed up in his Toby thing. Tom Holland's in this no matter what. But Andrew Garfield. If you look, I've been watching some behind the scenes. That dude just clearly loves that character as much as Ryan Reynolds loves playing Deadpool. He just loves playing Peter Parker, and he's he's really really good at it. He clearly is like born to play the role.
0: Yeah, and he's really good at Spider Man. He's he's not the best Peter Parker. Maybe now he's redeemed himself. Now, but I would
1: say his Peter Parker in No Way Home versus like the is it the Mark Webb series because his universe is just clearly trying to be the Nolan verse where everyone's very sad and moody all the time, but take that character out of there and put him in a fun universe I'm
0: like oh I love his Peter Parker (laughs) like I think it's adorable he's just this insecure dweeb I think it's fucking great yeah no and I love too that so many people now are like like what you see now in 2021 is what we all saw in 2012 and it's like (laughs) no it fucking isn't (laughs) those old movies are still terrible it's not like retroactively (sighs) retroactively the moment to moments of those old movies are still fucking awful but the idea of them is now more acceptable we
1: never talked about (laughs) this on the No Way Home one, but since we last last met, I have watched Amazing Spider-Man two, and oh, I gotta yeah. tell you, dude, it's not bad. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> it's not oh no, bad. no, no! I was honestly—I remember looking at the tracker bar because I'm like, I know this is gonna take a nosedive at some point, but I just want to see at one point it's at. I was like 20-25 minutes in before I was, I was like, this is actually a solid Spider-Man movie. It's cut and paste the plot of Raimi's second, of like he still can't really be with the chick and blah blah blah, and now we got a new uh, Harry Osborn, yada yada. It didn't get bad for me until they introduced Jamie Foxx's character, and I was like, oh, and then, <laughs> then went, it just, that's when it got was bad.
0: straight out of fucking Superman 3. It, oh like. my god, you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was
1: it was hard to watch. Um, but the, uh, the, the there's like 30% of a good Spider-Man movie in In there. The web slinging at the beginning of the movie is probably some of the best of the franchise.
0: Um, I think the problem with the second one is that it was like, because I saw them both in theaters and the first one was they were trying to do a complete reinvention. It didn't do as well so they panicked and then you could just, like the second one you could just feel the studio notes. Oh, he's back in the old suit. He's swinging around during the day. No more nighttime scenes until the very end. It it was the basement full of Sinister Six accessories that made me laugh out loud
1: (laughs) where I was like, wow you guys just had no patience you're like we gotta fucking get to they wanted to get to No Way
0: Home essentially before they earned it and they tried to do the real world Spider-Man and we're like fuck whoops whoops
1: yeah that's my biggest complaint about those movies it's just the tone of the universe is all wrong for Spider-Man it's all Christopher Nolan Moody I'm like no you can't do that to Peter Parker he's a little kid who bounces around that's why the MCU and the Raimi-verse kind of got the tone right it has to feel kind of goofy kind of campy kind of campy Um, So anyways, I read this interview with Garfield and he kind of got it right where he was just like, in that movie, dude, I got to be the middle brother. I got to be looking up to my big brother, Toby, and watching out for my little brother, Tom. Like, I'm just the glue in those movies. I'm like, you get this character so fucking well. That's what we love about, and he was like, you know, it's also what people seem to like about it. The idea that as an individual in your biggest times of grief, how amazing would it be to have other use come through the multiverse and also be able to like when people say that one scene you know he's just like you, you don't tell me you don't know how I feel and they're both like great power great responsibility Uncle Ben said it to me too kind of thing Like in an, in an era where we're all feeling very isolated and fucking it's mourning it's kind of interesting I think that's what we love about that movie is the idea of just like dude he's got two other Peter Parkers that help him feel not so alone for a little fucking bit that get him through it I'm paraphrasing what Andrew Garfield said, but I'm just like, my God, dude, again, like, he really gets that fucking character and why we love, what makes Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I hope you enjoyed our Spider Man No Way Home review. Guys, I recommend it. I think every. So I just had to get it. that off my head. I saw it again <laughs> and I'm like, God damn, this movie's fucking good. It's fun. It's a No, good time. it is really fun. It's. Uh, I think if two parallel versions of me showed up at any point in my life, I'd just either murder them or try and have sex with them.
1: See, that's I don't you. Know which. See, my yeah. head
0: went to like, we could fucking, like, play a make a cool band or cook a cool dinner and you just that, want to murder no, and fuck no. them that should have been their shawarma scene they should have all been fucking at the end of the credits just, <laughs> just all three of them like human centipeding human peter parking all you just see is like the fucking graduate shot like that like holland <laughs> and, and garfield <laughs> looking at a bare-ass toby
1: and just the webbing slowly sliding out of his wrist from behind
0: <laughs> <laughs> we find out it comes out of more than one though his wrists you yeah. <laughs> know well, I texted this to you as a, as another, as a, as a uh, No Way Home thing. Is that uh, the oh, the quick frame of Goblin going oh in the first 2002 Spider Man? <laughs> this
1: is great.
0: Yeah, so for those who don't remember, <laughs> uh, at the end of the 2002 Spider Man, uh, Willem Dafoe goes, Godspeed, Spider Man! after he tries to trick him and he sends the glider at him. Spidey jumps out of the way, and there's this one, like three frames of Willem Dafoe just going oh before he gets impaled through the dick and dies. I hope that that was the moment. <laughs> That you cured Goblin was sent back to his multiverse, and that's how he woke up. Oh, boom! (laughs) It's, Don't that's, tell
1: Harry That's him putting Two and two together yeah. Of like right The kid did say I was gonna go back The moment I died The moment oh, I died Fuck I oh. forgot I killed Marissa Tomei I had a whole weekend <laughs> In another dimension I forgot This is where I was Don't tell Harry It also tracks for Melina too Because his last shot Is remember He's kind of His eyes are rolling back As he's, he's like, going the under the That's him like Under the water Just being like Fucking Peter Parker yeah. these Oh my
0: god spider pricks Oh. Yeah. Why would you send me back to this exact moment? Because they both said, yeah, they both were like, or I know, I, I actually um, Goblin didn't, but Ark was like, I remember. And he was describing the scenes right before he died. There's one moment that jumped
1: out to me. And again, I swear to God, guys, we'll get to Hawkeye. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's not much to get to with Hawkeye, let's be honest. <laughs> that jumped out to me. And I think you as a verse fan would also be like, take note. There's a line where Sandman says it was all over the news. You and Oct- uh, Octavius and Osborne, you were impaled by your glider and you went down with your machine. Yeah. If that was true, then Harry would have known that fucking his dad was the Green Goblin. He got killed by his own glider since day one.
0: Wait, but did Sandman know that Harry Osborne? Or I mean, Norman Osborn died that way, no. or the Green Goblin. The Green Goblin unquote. died that way,
1: but like Harry finds out at the end of the second one, that his dad's the Green Goblin. Yeah, you're right. So wouldn't he know right then and there? Like, oh wait, then that means my dad got killed by his own glider.
0: No, he needed the old man to be like, I tended his wounds. <laughs> I tried to suck the venom out, but it wasn't venom, it was just a wound. He was just impaled by a. Go, Anyways, good night, sir. I left an omelet for you in the kitchen. <laughs> it's made from your father's shriveled penis. <laughs> destroyed by a glider, and stripped he, like a sausage. Why the fuck is
1: he Goebbels in your universe? <laughs> like, Jesus
0: Christ. Hey man, that's just where I'm at right now, okay? Let's just roll. Sorry, not Goebbels, Mendel.
1: Good lord, I got my German fat. Sorry, guys. Sorry, fascists. I got them confused.
0: I'm that's so like half sorry. our audience, man. You you yeah. gotta, you gotta apologize. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a creepy old butler cleaning his dick. It's weird. Our uh, room. <laughs> um, anyways, so With my own two lips. That that Clint Barton. What a, what a world of trouble he got in. That it was pretty forgettable. That whole Hawkeye show. It was, it was a was fun. Pretty, it reminded me of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was like, yeah, okay, that's it's over.
1: But you know what? Hawkeye being Hawkeye. That's what I
0: expected Yeah exactly That's exactly what I expected it's going, be a boring, it's going to be as boring As Jeremy Renner's face Right So
1: We've got Vincent D'Onofrio back And Charlie Cox In the same week In the MCU Yeah uh, Which kind of so feels like We're building towards The return of Daredevil In some capacity Yeah
0: I'm thinking they're building towards um, some sort of multiverse war. They want to start setting everyone up so that everyone, 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 everyone can meet in eight <gasps> years.
1: Oh, so we can get Ben Affleck back? Is that what you're trying to tell me? They can
0: meet his fucking variant self? Yeah. they they Why not? They could. I mean, there's rumors that um, Tom Cruise might show up as, as Iron Man in one of these variants, right? Just making that joke. Getting him into the MCU. Hmm. So I feel like these these are the threads setting up for the... how, cause how how do you top you know end game uh, battle right the big lord of the rings battle well you gotta have everyone 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 you're gonna have hugh jackman in there you're gonna have both Ch- charles xavier's you're gonna have hmm. blah 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 everyone's gonna fucking show up would not surprise me i mean
1: especially now given the success of no way home right like there's just right. no way yeah uh, the home. multiverse
0: stuff's been banging right on, on yep. Fucking disney yep that's true i, I mean I, Oh, sorry.
1: I was just gonna say on uh, the positive side of Hawkeye, the best part of that for me was what's her fucking face. Um, I still think Florence Pugh as Yelena the, is just the, crushing it every time. I, like again, every time she shows up, I'm like, I can't wait to hear the dialogue they give this woman. Like <laughs> she when she's eating know, the hot, she's yeah. eating the fucking mac and cheese. She's like, "Okay, they left it dry, but the hot
0: sauce is so good." Yeah, <laughs> no, the thing, she, they, they like tuned her like to way more to Borat in this one, a little bit, a little bit, than in the last one. So uh, I love her. She's fantastic. Crazy. And the, the, the new Hawkeye, which are people were like, why is it called Hawkeye if Hawkeye had less screen time than, than, the, than the chick in it? And I'm like, well, because she's Hawkeye now. Yeah,
1: if you didn't get that by like, her picking up a bow and arrow <laughs> in the first 20 seconds of the first episode.
0: Yeah, and the, the final line is even her trying to think of a name. He's like, I got an idea. And then, boom, Hawkeye flashes on the screen. So. I also, the past, like, what, two, three series
1: have been about a character inheriting the role of another character, whether it be Captain America
0: or Hawkeye or Loki inheriting the role of Loki, mm-hmm. you know. Like if they, if they do go ahead with all of these, because a lot, like I think most of them are, are ladies that have replaced them. It's going to be Jane Foster as Thor. Um, the, the girl is the new Hawkeye. It's going to be interesting when they do a team up movie where it's like all ladies and like one or two dudes. Maybe like the Sam Wilson as Captain America is the one guy in the on the team. Because they've all so far kind of played it like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> They've all been playing it as like kind of silly, kind of wacky, quick quipping. Yeah, well, you that's, know what that, I mean? They, so they all kind of get they,
1: they do kind of get homogenized in. It. Like that end game battle it is just quippity quip quip, blah blah. Like all the dialogue in that scene. I, well, maybe not. Not so much. I, I like the end game battle. Yeah, uh, no, I, I
0: just think all the, the it seems that the the, the safe. Approach, I guess, from Disney's perspective of of making all these heroes women now, is you got to make them act like Tony Stark in some way. So it's going to be a weird Tony Stark filled team. Everyone's just going to be riffing off everyone. There's no like serious Captain America lady.
1: Character. Oh yeah, I know you got the Eternals. They can show up and just bore the fuck out of everybody for That's, a couple. Yeah. <laughs> they can just fucking show up and be all serious and moody and stare and stare at with things. their arms at their sides. They get trust me, they can do it. They can just, do it. Uh,
0: that just came on Disney Plus, so I'm gonna. Check it out. Enjoy. ASAP. Right. Yeah, no, I won't. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to skim it the way I skimmed uh, Don't Look Up. God, that was a headache. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't enjoy looking up? I don't, because I really like Adam McKay, and I really liked Vice, and I really like Step Brothers, obviously, and all his uh, comedies and even his political stuff is fantastic. This movie I started and wanted to vomit after about 10 minutes of, (laughs) like, Jennifer Lawrence, like, rapping with her cool headphones on, smoking a pipe, like, look how cool I am. You literally made, that's like the first
1: four seconds of the movie, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and then I just started fast-forwarding. I was, like, watching Jonah Hill scenes. I was like, this isn't funny. Jonah Hill's, like, clearly is proud. I a love improv. Jonah Hill's See, No, I didn't when, get it. I just, with him, because... Uh, Basically, like he, uh, there's, he just hates Jennifer
1: Lawrence's character, and you could tell they were just like just riff, just rip on her. And it, I, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs>
0: no, I just I don't know. It just wasn't. Uh, I felt it felt even more unstructured. Like there's a great because I skimmed the whole movie because I just wanted to see how it ended. And spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, <laughs> and everyone fucking dies. Um, the um, there's a scene at the end where they're all sitting around the table having their last meal together. It's like yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio and and uh, Paul Atreides and Jennifer Lawrence and everyone. And uh, the editing is like, Leo puts his arm around his son, and then it cuts to a long shot, and his arm's not around his son anymore, and then it cuts to another angle, and his other arms are on the, oh, on the other side. But it's the same line of dialogue that he's delivering. It's just the coverage doesn't match up at right, all. Okay. The film crew shows up in one of the shots, and that like is a, in a microcosm is what the whole movie was to me of this like just poorly. I feel made... like that.
1: I think that last scene was tacked on. If I remember right, like they they had filmed something different, or there's there's a story. But I know he improvised the line, but I'm pretty sure that last scene wasn't as filmed.
0: So I felt the whole movie kind of felt like that to me. I was just like, oh Adam, a, what happened to you?
1: Again, it's a COVID movie, right? It just it yeah. kind of. I thought it was. I enjoyed it, but my expectations were pretty low. Like I. This is going to be like his idiocracy. Um, Uh, uh, Yeah, I I, I don't know. I didn't hate it, but again, I I walked
0: in with no expectations. I don't know if it's a fair like if you're going from a comedy perspective of satire to make a a climate change uh, allegory movie. I don't know if if a world-ending comet is the proper one because like no one can argue a world-ending comet. Right? Right. But like people like oil and gas we're like, well our data shows that we're not Oh, yeah. It to yeah. At all. Blah blah, get, blah 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 Or yeah, people
1: who get people who can deny an invisible fucking inevitability. But right. they, I thought that
0: was part of the absurd satire of this thing. It's like it's literally a fucking comet falling but out of the sky. And that almost went went too far because then it became so absurd that that it wasn't then that relatable to what it's riffing off of. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't logically like have the people denying its existence because any amateur with a telescope
1: could look but at it. Again, like that's to me, that's the, that's the absurdity of this fucking universe is that that's how stupid. Again, I watch it from the lens of idiocracy. I'm like, well, people in that movie, people are watering their lawns with Gatorade. Why not in the Adam McKayverse would people just be bitching and complaining about like what the comets can do for them? Because yeah, I'm like, I'm fair. like, that's how fucking stupid people are. Like that's yeah. literally
0: how fucking stupid people are. Yeah, no. Uh, I um I guess I guess it's just it seemed like It wasn't know, pick subtle. A, yeah, <laughs> pick a different pick a different different travesty that, that you sure. know like have have like uh the earth's core is expanding and it's going to melt you know the surface in in a month because then that is something you can, well, our science shows the seismic readings don't say that blah 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 and you could get that stupidity without it being like, again, to reference Superman 3 level absurd, <laughs> where the cr- don't walk and walk guys are fighting each other. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know, maybe that's just the tone of the movie, because again, I'm like, well, then you're asking for serious absurdity. You
0: know what it's, I mean? Like, like, or grounded uh, absurdity,
1: which I'm just like, yeah, we're talking about a movie where Jonah Hale is chief of staff, so, like, let's... Uh, and he I carries it, a man well. bag, like it's it's ridiculous. It's purely ridiculous. But like, I will admit, tight. I will admit that I will admit that like Vice, I think is way more successful in its execution of what it's trying to, the, its message trying to be of like, isn't it insane that this man essentially shaped the fucking 21st century? Um yeah but,
0: Vice is Vice is so grounded it, it makes it, it so much scarier and, and, the, and, and, and satire and the com- the, I was trying to think of sorry I was trying to think of the word I don't want like it was too buffoonic for satire sure the comedy's way you more I mean? not deft but like Vice feels almost like
1: a biop like a biopic that you don't know is supposed to be funny until it starts being funny like being they roll really the fake funny, credits yeah. you know
0: um, yeah, sat- like by its nature, satire isn't buffoonery. So I think that like they took the buffoonery angle to the satire, and I'm like, I like my satire a little more salty, thank See, you. See, like I, I think to me, Monty Python
1: satire is like just making fun of the monarchy by like rolling around in the mud, dressed like a fucking woman. Hilarious! Hilarious! That is funny to me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Speaking of split opinions, because I'm sure this is going to happen on this. Well, you know what else just dropped on the big old D plus? There was the Boba, the Boba Fett, the Book of the Boba. The fucking Fett man, after fucking forty years of chilling in a goddamn Sarlacc, finally got his own series, played by Tamara Morrison, returning, reprising his role.
0: Who's playing a character younger than me, by the way. <laughs> He's a 68-year-old 60, man, isn't he? 60-something-eight. He's enough there. They try and cover it up by him being all sarlacc-scarred, but it doesn't explain his old man body. Wait, so how old could, is
1: I guess well, it's, it's, it's like just
0: lanky it, as fuck, right? I guess it's just supposed to be right after Jedi... Yeah, Listen, like right, man. Right
1: Sarlacc protein, man. Sarlacc protein. It, just, it bloated him. Because I up. was
0: rewatching like, old clips of Boba Fett, and I'm like, he, I forgot how scrawny he was. Yes. Like, he's such a scrawny little dude with that fucking like, throat slit voice, and he's so cool. If you, and you know, just look like at a, his, his
1: cuffs on his legs, that's my favorite. If, and, like, you look at him in Empire, like, Jeremy Bullock just has these dainty ankles, and I'm like, oh, I like... It's, it's, right? it's kind of cool, because it does make him look, like, it, with all the scrapes <coughs> and shit, maybe he's just, like, this what's-his-fuck from a Mortal Kombat-like killer dude where he's just able to, like, sp- sprint around and shit. Like, he's just this lanky right, fucking right. assassin. You don't ever yeah. see him bounce around until yeah. Jedi, where he gets his now ass he's handed a, to
0: him. Now he's a fucking tank. Now he's a Ooh. Maori tank. A tank <laughs> where the Tuscans use traditional Maori weaponry and shit, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, my hot take, I don't know, because you, obviously, again, you're like the Matrix, you're a bigger fan of Boba Fett than I am, but my hot take is that it should have been the Mandalorian storyline for Boba Fett. Well, but with the Tusken stuff, yeah, the Tusken, like, he should have just done this. The Tusken stuff's great, but it would have been even better if Jawas hadn't stole his armor and just kept his helmet on. And then he actually, like, the Tuskens were all killed and he went back in and became a bounty hunter again. And then having that character have to find a young innocent Jedi and bond with it and learn about it and reveal his face to it at the end would have been great. But they already did that with the Mandalorians, so and mm. now Boba Fett has to do this completely different crime lord Thing Are you caught like, up? Uh, Are you caught up on the newest episode? Uh, episode three that just aired, yeah, right? Yeah, With the sweaty huts, where everything that happened just got negated, and now they're starting yeah. a whole new thing. Yeah. I'm uh, like, what? Yeah. I like the sweaty huts. Uh, <laughs> I
1: love the sweaty huts. Dude, I geeked the fuck out when the sweaty huts rolled out the first. I was like, oh shit, they're doing the fucking, like, now hut Crime Network yeah, from like the, the comic books. This is awesome. And they had the sweat weasel. The sweat weasel. Like,
0: that's, that's awesome. I
1: thought for sure he was going to eat the sweat weasel, just kind of yeah, like grease too. it up a bit and eat it. But um, I like how sexual they were too. These cousins are all wrapped into each other. Well, it's like, because oh my, you're so fucking gross. I like the idea that they're like Game of Thrones incestuous. Like, yeah. I think Huts are supposed to be able to re- reproduce asexually. So it's just like so they, they're just,
0: yeah. They're
1: just gross. Like, they, they don't give fucking a fuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They just Um, lay in
1: slime and rub on each other. Yeah, this is like a a pit of hut somewhere, and they just hut all over each other.
0: Um, Um, But it's a mixed bag. It has bad parts and good parts. Like
1: you, I'm all about the desert flashbacks. That to me, that whole, like, I never get sick of the Dances with Wolf storyline, or, you know, we're someone gets captured and they turn to this new life and then they, then they get accepted in the ways of the culture. They defeat right. the big monster. They get accepted in the tribe. They do the whole... I love that oh, story. sure, when a
0: white guy does it. No way. <laughs>
1: well, listen, dude. A guy I from can...
0: New Zealand does it and it's the greatest thing ever. Yo, I'll, I dare you to watch fucking an hour of The
1: Last Samurai with Tom Cruise and tell me it's not an eye-rolling fucking piece will, of shit. I will never watch that <laughs> movie. Having said that, it's fucking... It's a fun time. I really am it. And the fact that... I like the way this character consistently gives back to its performer. Like Jeremy Bullock, collected this massive Boba Fett collection over the years, and I think when he his ideas when he passed, he would sell it so you could officially own Boba Fett's collection. That's his kids' dow like uh, uh, what do you call inheritance for the rest of their Mm -hmm. lives. So he made it's their dowry, (laughs) he made a firm living off that character for sure. And now the way they're integrating uh, Maori traditions into the Tuscan tribe. Mm. I think that's fucking great, man. The fact that this guy, this guy's clear. That's clearly why he took the job back in 2001, whenever they really, whenever they were in production on attack of the clones they're like, if you play Bo- Jango Fett, Boba Fett's dad, there will be a day where we will let you play Boba Fett.
0: Hey, but you know what would have been so much cooler though? If the Maori traditions have been woven into the Mandalorians. That uh, would have been kind of cool. It's not too. I guess it is too late. It's too late because of them. Because of the Mandalorian, Man. which is a fun show, but it kind of fucked over Boba Fett. Eh,
1: well, I, I do like that they're making him his own thing. Like I was kind of wondering, like what's going to be the point of this show? I'm not too hot on the modern day story, except for the aforementioned huts. Um, Why does he keep going into the back to tank? I assume for his fucking sarlacc injuries because he every time he gets banged up he, he gets uh, he cringes and he has to be put in the back to tank. Even but though he, was he in the
0: desert with the the the, the Tuscans for how many years though? At uh, least four.
1: Apparently those eyebrows took a lot to grow back, dude. I don't know. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> I know, it's I, weird, I, right? I
1: did bump up against that too because in the Mandalorian when he gets his armor back he hands a platoon of stormtroopers their ass, and mm. then in the first episode I believe with the shield guys one tases him oh, he- and. He He's he's down. Like, oh, I'm and done. I'm done. <laughs> and I was like, really? Okay. I, I don't mind you depowering for this franchise. So this, uh, for this show, that's, that's clearly going to be his arc. Because I uh, it does kind of bug me. They, they take his helmet off so much. Like Mando kept his helmet on more than Boba Fett does. And I'm right. Because if it was for, uh, if there was a reason, he's for not it, a
0: Mandalorian, right? He's not. He's just- so he,
1: yeah, he doesn't necessarily have to. But just. If it was more for a ceremony, like for more of a ceremonious reason, like when people like he just walks into a bar and pops it off, then they put some coins in it and he can't put it back on. I'm like, dude, you have 60 pouches on that costume. Right. You've had them for 40 fucking years. Put the coins in there and put your fucking helmet back on. Like
0: goofy stuff. More Morrison wants Face, more screen time. That's Face what time. it
1: feels like. And I'm like, are you crazy, dude? You Pedro Pascal, like even though it was mostly stunt people that we've learned, didn't You got that fucking dude, and he wore the goddamn helmet. I'm like, come on, just wear the fucking helmet. Um, So I think they're saving it up for you're going to see a fully back-to-form Boba Fett fight with a gaffy stick in the last episode, in the full costume. Jetpack in, do the whole nine yards with the fucking missiles flying and shit. Because I'm like, they're, they're, they're just holding their hand a little too long in the, at least again, in the modern storyline, he's more Boba Fett in the subplot than he is in the main story without the costume. Like yeah. That that episode where he rolls out to the desert and takes out a fucking biker gang, Terminator Two style, takes a drink and then comes back with the speeder bikes. I was like, "Well done!" And they go all fi- <laughs> they go Fury Road on the train heist. Like everything about that. But the
0: chase scene at the end of the last episode was one of the most embarrassing things ever. Why were they moving at five miles an hour?
1: I think they were. I was I was looking at it, I, just by the rigidity of it and the way those speeders were staying upright, it must have been practical effects. And it just yeah, they went for practical on that, and it just didn't work, man. It, it was were, going so slow. Yeah, it looked like four pe- old like uh, old people on like little scooters chasing yeah. down a marginally mo- faster moving car. Like it just, maybe
0: that's a chase scene in this new three hundred and sixty degree. Uh, oh, in the volume deck Maybe Maybe that, that's the best They could do It would explain the
1: awkwardness Because it just felt Very clunky And, and again It felt
0: slow and clunky And I just I kind of like skipped Every two seconds I was going five seconds Five seconds Five seconds Through that chasing Because I just didn't care And <laughs> also the,
1: the fact Like I was Just loving the Sci-fi designs Of the speeder bikes In the last episode And just those Ugly 50s Goofy Vespa oh, yeah. things They went Come for Come work for
0: me You can be my henchman
1: Yeah And
0: Dude, they better
1: not squander my boy Steven (laughs) Root.
0: You finally get Steven Root in the Star Wars
1: galaxy and he just gets shoved to the side. He better come back. I love that man so goddamn
0: much. It's always weird when you see, like, because these are such expanding universes when you see someone, you're like, oh, he's great. And he was in a one-off. Fucking roll. Oh. I I guess they do have the Marvel
1: angle now that they have those characters like we have Timothy Oliphant and Steven Root chilling in our back pockets now, so we can like they totally put they CGI'd her in, but they put uh, what's her name? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like, what well, I can't remember her name. Uh, the pitroid lady in the, in the background of this one. I have to admit, dude, I, like little things like have got me like like I got emotional in that episode where they fucking gave him his Tuscan gear because then I put two and two together. I'm like, oh, that's why he's wearing the black suit underneath the. Boba Fett it's armor now armor, yeah. is to honor those guys. So I kind of hope this series comes together at the end where it's like, oh, the reason he's trying to rule by peace is because it's either to help out the Tuskins. Well, spoilers, spoilers. Heads up for the newest episode if you haven't watched it yet. They all fucking dead. So maybe it's not for them. <laughs> oh, what was with that music? That
0: like weird like old church it. music. Yeah. Oh, I hated I, that. I dug it, man.
1: I like what. I lo- was so. I, I love think, Ludwig yeah, we, stuff. We man. Have,
0: I think we're starting to like diverge on our love of Ludwig because I thought the um, the uh, when Luke shows up music was just atrociously bad. It was Star Wars-y, but I do like it. I do like that. But even, like, around. the pace of the scene that was happening, it was just this like, bah, bah. it was just such, like, mm, slow, lingering chords. I'm like, what is happening? I, I didn't like it at all. I think, uh, I, I guess the Black Panther score is the only one of his I've ever really listened to and gone, this is great, but I've never listened to much else of his, and I think I might be falling on the side of, eh, when it comes to Ludwig von Beethoven. I'm not crazy hot about the Boba Fett theme I, ironically the Boba Fett theme
1: sounded the best at the end of the last season of Mando when he sits <gasps> on the throne <gasps> that, that, yeah. that fanfare they haven't really used it yet again I feel like they're saving it for whenever he's finally going to fetch shit up in the last if episode goes full fat go, yeah. I, like, I, if, if they don't man because they have yet to show Slave 1 it was in the trailers and shit I'm like he's got to go full fat at one point like yeah. at the end of this one he's like so we will go to war and shit I'm like they got to be ramping
0: after that I just kind of wish it would pick up I spit pace a little bit more in the main story. I don't know if this is a, a single series event or if the, it's going to be this slow burn until the final episode where he goes, now let's kick some ass!" Yeah. And then it's like, to be continued, next season. Don't
1: I have help. And they it's like, hey, it's me, Mando. Yeah, yeah that sort yeah. of shit, yeah. I hope, I think it's a limited series. Let me double check. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Nope, space. Is
0: it a limited series? Does not say. Yeah. Could be, could not be, we'll know in about three weeks, four weeks, how many episodes, eight episodes, six episodes, eight seven, episodes? seven, odd number, but literally and figuratively.
1: But yeah, just weird inconsistencies in that show, man. Like like it's you give me the fucking train chase one episode and then a bike chase the next episode that just pales a comparison. You know what summed it up really well? How come whenever a fucking 9-foot fucking bounty hunter Wookiee Maul's a Gamorian <laughs> guard, it puts him in a back to tank, but when he bites Boba Fett's hand, it's like a 9-year-old. It's like a fucking yeah, yeah, like yeah, a 9-month-old yeah. bite. He's like, "Ah!" Ooh, like he just shakes it off. I'm like,
0: Yeah, that Wookiee was so cool in his introduction in episode two and then in episode 3 just the staging and everything of his entire scene he looked like just a dude in a a Bigfoot suit and I was like oh well and also because you always (laughs) hear about the
1: savageness of Wookiees I was like oh he's gonna pull his arms out of his
0: socket it's game over for Boba Fett barely did anything but
1: he Michael Myers he just threw him in the walls I'm like just Pop his skull off! Like I don't like yeah. I don't. Uh,
0: he should have pulled a Neo and just gone whoo- and force pushed him.
1: You're, you're. I also love that like you sent the nine foot giant black Wookiee as your assassin. Like you didn't have anything <laughs> else. Like. Subtle guys.
0: Yeah, this universe makes it seem like the huts rule. Like it's like five people. Like shouldn't they have shown up with a ten thousand plus army at their back? Being there's like, one, to, yeah, They're supposed you to be know like I mean? the
1: crime families of like the Star they Wars. Got, they around. got like, <clears throat> they
0: got a Wookiee that's enough to take over an entire planet in the Star Wars universe, I guess. It did kind of make my make me like just ugh, fanboy out a little bit. And there's
1: a Cam Kennedy's uh, "Death Lies in Treachery" back in the days of one of my favorite Boba Fett standalone comics. <clears throat> this hut falls in love with another hut.
0: Yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of that comic. Uh, yeah. we, uh, we which we should discuss in our next podcast. I feel bad that I have to like so hard. No, it's cool. The, we wait out, till
1: but... it's over, man. And then when the series is over, we can we can catch up then.
0: Catch it all up, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, guys, um, that's it for this week. Yeah, this week's gonna do an abrupt ending because Chris Carson has to go do responsibility. He's things. gotta raise a child. Ooh. Yeah, I gotta do these things. <laughs> Good. All right, Daddy, okay, go <laughs> to it. Yeah, you two old bean. I guess. I mean, I don't know. You could have some kids out there. Who knows? Uh, Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> God damn. We all could. I'm still waiting for my 19 year old show and be like, Daddy. <laughs> uh, uh. Alright guys, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, uh, we'll be back with something. There's always something. There's always something. There's always something. There'll be something soon. There'll be something. I got nothing. I got nothing to end it. I've cut it there.